0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV HRV pilot passport you name it so if you're looking for a car that's the total package the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer hurry before they're all gone
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. This is your host, Keith, tonight for a change. And we have joined by uh, Chris and Shawnee for a little game of picking an 11 of underachieving, underwhelming, under everything, under the bus players, whatever we want to call them. They were players that may not have been quite. What we expected or just were never going to be. So we're gonna just go through a few cool. bodies on that and see where we can go. Before we get to the lads, I just want to say the show was sponsored by Paddy Power. A book is a website and an app. If you gamble, please do so responsibly and remember to do so with Paddy Power. So Shawnee, how are you? Good, mate. Good. Better
2: now having seen the the pictures of the lads back in training today with oh, some
1: of, put some smiles on faces, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm just hoping now that they wrap the title up before they can get near any barber because if I want pictures of Bobby Firmino with the perm on the Premier League title it's now,
1: outrageous isn't it
2: Yeah, this will the literally best make thing I've ever seen having a parade and stuff like that just having yeah. that, cause that that's permanent now like we have them photos forever
1: a little perm and a little pencil moustache I mean what it's more can so you beautiful. ask for a little Chris Brack number going on <laughs> Chris how are you I have a great
3: I'm all right into
1: that, Bob. Then, yeah, I want to have like Bobby. a game muzzy. that's what I want to have. Yeah. Bobby, for me, a no, little Errol Flynn job. That's all you need. <laughs> he looks uh, uh, <laughs> 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 so, uh, tonight, lads, as we said, we're going to go through a team, uh, and pick a one to 11 just between the three of us. We're going to just have a look and go through the positions and think of the players that have let us down in some way, you know, when, as you said, whether the, the never fulfilled the expectations that we had, or whether they, they just didn't work out or they didn't grow into the players. We thought, or just downright. shy. Like there's a few of them. Um, when, when thinking about the show and thinking about the players, I was surprised at the amount of garbage we've had, you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, picking a team, narrowing it down and ruling a few bodies out could be the hardest bit of this, but, um, what are you thinking on our on our um, on our history of signings, lads? Is that you? Are using the same boat as me, thinking that there's plenty to choose from here, or am we being too critical?
3: Sadly, there's a big list. That is a big list. You know, pretty much, probably up to the last two three years, most of our teams have had some sort of tight players. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I've been struggling to try and uh, cut it down.
2: A lot of it leads back to where. Uh, our good friend, uh, Damien Camoli. It's kind when of yeah. was, yeah, like up until the time he was involved with the club, and he seemed to clash with any manager we really ever had. Like, there'd yeah. be players thrown about in here that Rick Parry signed, Benitez signed, Rodgers signed, Camoli signed. So I think up until recently, that's something we, we really struggled with, but. Thank God for Michael Edwards. This is all this has done has made me just think, Jesus Christ, thank God we have Michael Edwards now. Yeah.
1: It really we, does bring it into focus, doesn't it? The, when you're a well-run a club from top to bottom, it doesn't matter about the, well, it does matter about the players on the pitch, but you need cohesion from, you know, the director of football or sporting director technical director whatever they class them as you need that you need your manager and you need the players and we're seeing it with other teams you know not having to dig at you know but you can see the mess that they're in there you know they don't have joined up thinking and for long it's been us for so long you know we've taught you, you hear the final piece of the jigsaw all the time and they never turned out to be that yeah. now you trust Michael Edwards if he's going after a player even if you're thinking like I'm not too sure in the back of your mind. You're like, everybody yeah, tends to get a lot of these right. So, yeah, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know?
2: Yeah, sure. Like, you'd nearly rule out us signing a plan now straight away as soon as we're linked because you just know, no, that's just not something that we do. Whereas years ago, yeah. like we it was just scattershot across the board. There was no real vision or anything. And then when you look at some of the, the, the shite we brought in, I suppose, over time was, was just fucking mental, really. Oh, It's good now it, it's we're anyway.
3: back to just buying... It's good now we're back to just buying two or three to tweak it, rather than, you know, we had the, the Kenny summer, we've had the Rogerson where we signed seven, eight, nine players, and seven, eight, nine players, it rarely works, especially for the mm. money we were paying for them. They weren't, they weren't world beaters.
1: No, certainly not. So... What we're going to do tonight, lads, is we're going to pick a team and we're going to just stick to the 4-3-3. I know 4-3-3 is the, this uh, formation that's in vogue these days and a lot of these players wouldn't have played in maybe in a 4-3-3, but we'll shoehorn them in as best we can um, to that system. The
3: bell played in the, four, the bell played in the
1: 4-4-2. Yeah, well, that's it. Most of them probably spent most of that time <laughs> on the bench. And anyway, so, you know, they, they'd be happy to get in any team. So... What we'll do, we'll just go from um, back to front and work our way through. I think that's probably the best way. We won't waste time on picking out numbers and things like that. So we'll start off with goalkeepers. What are you thinking on there dodgy keepers? Now, I don't know how far back you want to go on this. Um I know I'm probably the oldest in here, so you, we can go back a bit. But I don't think we'll have to go back too far. We'll probably, you know, the Premier League here should be sufficient enough on this. But should be enough, yeah. Yeah, what are you thinking? I've
3: got Well I've got nine on a list. Nine down. So
1: is no, this everyone bar Alison, Alison Becker,
3: yeah? Almost, yeah. yeah. It's uh I think the new i have put the Alison Becker, Rainer and Duda. I think most of the keeps we've had other than that have been pretty diabolical.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's fair. For what di- do you think? For different think? For, diff- for different, for yeah. different reasons. True, true. What do you make of it, Sean? Minulay, it's tough yeah, from so, it's, 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 it's people will be online, and I've seen a few comments already thrown in the obvious shout of Cardius. But Cardius who I is, have. yeah, I'm sure he's on your list. Everyone's on your list. I wouldn't he, Scott's on your it, list.
2: I wouldn't put Cardius on the list because, like, was he an underachiever? He was a four million goalkeeper, four million yes. euro goalkeeper, mm. but like, so, like, fucking pay peanuts.
3: Yeah, you know, well, that's he, it. Yeah.
1: yeah,
2: I
3: mean, he so, was. Can, can, Carrick, Carrick was probably like the prototype to an Allison. Bit like when Guardiola bought Bravo, which didn't work out, and they got Edison. Uh, but I think a lot will say because, unfortunately, for both of them, were poor in European finals. But Carrick was poor in probably the biggest game in the club's history at the time, which is concussion or not. He threw he threw it mm-hmm. to him in the European Cup final and. I can understand for a lot of people why that's diabolical. I mean, for me, you know, sort of like a David James was shite for a long, for a long, long time. As was to me, one of the luckiest goalkeepers we had was Sam De Vestaville. Although we won the treble, he wasn't actually that great a goalkeeper. He was scared of crosses. Yeah, bit like, bit like West
1: was terrible. Westerveld was terrible, and David mm-hmm. James did cost us an awful lot. Um, maybe not the the Hoi um Cardius European Cup final cock up, yeah, yeah. but David James came into a team on you know the back of you know, we weren't two distant league champions and he's hmm. sort of unfair on him maybe of uh, a rot that set in at the at the club, you know, and, and he just didn't have the mentality that we needed. Yeah. And I don't say that. Rob Laird, I suppose was a flaky character as well. But James just, he seemed a bit mentally weak, certainly when he was playing for Liverpool. But um I think, Sean, you, you're more adamant that Mignolet is the man. And why are you feeling that about our, uh, Simon? I
2: think when, when you're looking at these type of things, like underachieving and underwhelming, like sometimes you just have to have a fair expectation of a player. But I actually thought Mignolet, when you saw Mignolet from Sunday, I was thinking, this is all right here. Because 18 million like, was a good fee for a goalkeeper at the time. And I was thinking, Do you know what? Maybe this, maybe this is the fella. Like, he seems like a decent shot stopper. He comes in, has a, a mental debut, saves a pen on the 90th yeah. minute. And then from then on, really, it's just uh, like, I wouldn't say a comedy of errors, but it's just a cons- consistently inconsistent. Yeah. For the it holes, was, you never
3: felt confident with
2: him? yeah. No. And then they let the, it. Then they were, we were juggling keepers with him and Carriers for a season, and then he was good for six months. And then Carriers was back in, it was just it was a mess. Both of them were shy, and it, it got so bad that the two lads were that bad that everyone was just pointing the, the, the finger at John Achterberg for ages, yeah. Um, That's true. and I go mini because of the price we paid, and basically because the amount of times that he let us down.
1: Yeah. And, and it is a fair show, you know, Cardius made the balls of it on the biggest stage. But as I said about James and the same applies to me, you're like consistent letting you down. You know what I mean? Death by a thousand paper cuts is as bad as the, the knockout blow. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, um it's one that's tough. And you right there, Sean, he, he did rotate with Cardius. He also rotated with Brad Jones. When Rogers was there, he got dropped oh. for Brad Jones. Yeah, I uh, know yeah, Chris was
3: here, Pratt Jones. Any keeper I know who could dive out the way of the ball. That's that's and that was a, a case. Like, that yeah, was, was a nice
1: Jones was in. Go, sorry, Shani, what was that? He, he,
2: he, like J- Jones was never even brought in to, to challenge for number number one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it, that's what you got. Put me I mean, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's He's he
3: was more he,
2: yeah, yeah. At the time, yeah, no, no. He was more, more of, like that was more of a reflection on the squad at the time because we literally, for any of our top players, we didn't have adequate adequate backup in any position.
3: Yeah, no. Yeah,
1: and that, yeah. that's it. That's been our Achilles heel for so long, isn't it? Like, as what was a Raphael saying? You know what I mean? The blanket scenario you'd either have enough to cover the top and you'd be left out at the bottom or the other way around. And uh, this was Mignolet. I do agree. Um he was a nice guy and all that, but he just didn't have the mentality. Um he wasn't he was too quiet and too maybe passive to be a goalkeeper that you maybe needed. You know, he wasn't a good ball playing goalkeeper. I know people say he's goalkeeper should be a goalkeeper, ball play my arse, but it's it's hard to look beyond a player like Mignolet, when we're picking this, for that reason, or maybe it's a reason, see Boy. So I don't know, but I would agree that um, I would agree that Mignolet should be the number one here on the grounds that it was a consistency. It was a fear of kicking the ball back to him that he he just lumbered out a play, or he'd you know there was there was no confidence in him at all. He, and
2: he he said the president for that that Roger saw it and when Karius came in, carius was already climbing the mountain of shite that Minulay yeah. was at the front of him. Because I remember in carius's fourth season, we were rotating goalkeepers. And um, I was at the Sevilla game in Anfield. And carius was in net that night. And there was just a growing anxiety around the ground. That was the fourth groove stage game that we'd played in years. And he hadn't even done that wrong. But it was just, the Anfield crowd was so used to Minulay being a bomb scare at the back that I literally spilled out onto the pitch. So he wasn't helped from day dot. Now that's not making excuses for the fella because in the end he caused us dearly. But Minulay set a lot of lads up for the fall coming in behind him.
1: Yeah, no, it is. He did they It's a key thing there. There was a precedent set and. I know there's a lot of names getting thrown in the chat there. You know, Carson, uh, our fex head got thrown in there and we could throw bums in like a Tanjay and all. I've never seen him. So, you know, don't have any opinion on the likes of him. I think for this sort of team, I think Mignolet was a decent player, but was the epitome of inconsistency. So I'm happy enough that we'll nail him down as our number one. Are we all agreed on that? Yeah. I know Chris is probably has his uh <laughs> I'm, the most,
3: I'm, I'm
1: I'm still absolutely most carrious, but yeah, I can understand that like, but um I think yeah, cardius it's it's harsh as as Sean, you said, we we were getting a cheap keeper there and tried to turn him into something, it didn't work out. Mignele, as we for years we were sort of hanging a hat on him. So yeah, we'll throw him in. So Chris, you're now on this one, pal. But you might get the next one. So I'm going to move over to right back. Right back. We've had players down the years that we've been fairly decent at right back compared maybe to mm. the other side. Um, but there's been a few stockings in there as well. Um, anyone jumping out from either of you two? Flannock.
3: Uh, Flano. Uh,
1: Flano. Flat,
3: fine, it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hosted, Rafa, me, Rafa loved it. his scaldy fullback, didn't he? Hossamy Cronkamp. He cron can't yeah. be doing everything to try and replace. Um,
3: cron- Cronkamp was the best. Then we buy him in January and sell him in the summer. He literally <laughs> yeah. lasted six months.
1: But it was all to replace Finnan, and Finnan just kept swatting them away, you know, because he was so consistent and so yeah. good. But uh, Flannow's an interesting one because. Um,
2: we were flying cafe a while with the games and all to watch him. Yeah.
1: To two little sound bites and all that yeah. the Scout Cafe and all like that was a setting up wasn't it that was a set up for a fall yeah. big time because
2: a big storm really wasn't it and he looked he looked fucking brilliant like he was everything all of the Liverpool fans wanted to see like yeah. a local lad snapping into challenges like he was decent on the ball like yeah. he, he had the season of his life and we were looking at there going Jesus maybe we're, uh, we're set up here for maybe the next eight or nine years, at right back with Flanagan in there, mm. like a, a local lad. And obviously what happened happened.
1: Yeah, it was um, it was a tough one. I know when we were looking at um, one of the other shows and I'd seen Flanagan, I think the only season of his career up to this year with Rangers that he played into double figures was that 13-14 season. Mm. So, you know, for yeah. to have such a good season that year and then never to... They just die off after that, you know, it really was, I think he struck lightning in a bottle there and he never was able to, which doesn't really tie in with what we saw that year because he was very good. You know, he looked, Sean, he was spot on there. It was the type of, um, not signing, it was the type of uh, player that that you can get behind. You know, it was a hundred percent. He's a local lad, as you said, snapping to tackles, not afraid to go in on big players. You know, he was, he was getting in games where, you Know other players we've seen, and we've, we'll talk about others, I'm sure, on this this list as we go forward that come in for big price tags got swallowed up by the jersey or swallowed up by the, the crowd or the, the history of Liverpool. Like he looked like he was going in there near a the bottle, but mm. I mean, he did play
3: more left back than him. He? he did play more left back than his 13 14 than right back because he it was him or Alex Sissoko, so yeah,
1: but yeah. you know, with the, he was a right back because.
3: Because the main, because the main guy I'm playing right back is the guy who I think we all wanted until, but we probably bought him a year too late was Glenn Johnson. Who we Glenn thought Johnson was that's we what know, we need.
1: Yeah. He's he's one that's that the, will we get a mention.
3: Yeah, and we thought we it, needed him the year we finished second, but then when we got him, he just never quite got to that level that you thought he would. You thought basically you probably thought you'd get a bit like a Trent, you know, an absolute flyer down the wing, but he always got caught. In fact, his best game was Liverpool when we took him left back when he had to think. But there was an anticipation yeah. when you pay nearly £20 million for a right-back, which at the time of Liverpool, you know that's a lot of money that Liverpool would pay for a full-back. He never I thought quite we got, got a good bit of mileage wanted.
1: out with Johnson, but it taught me. you know, he, he was
2: inconsistent. He yeah, I he said, was... If you're looking at, like, from another point of view, underachieve, i disappoint, disappointed, and I seen Alan Bork there point in the comments oh, that we played as centre-back as well. Uh, Martin Kelly, uh, yeah. he was a one who mm. came through the ranks, who when, when we first came through, like big huge lad, he was quality on the ball, really impressive in his in his early appearances at Liverpool, and then just never recovered from an injury. And I remember, I think mm. uh, it might be Lee, I think it might be in Kenny Lee's book, where he actually singled out Martin Kelly as having a massive future uh, at Liverpool at the time, and just never ever recovered from the injuries. Like, yeah. Uh, and another local lad who, who the fans would have loved to seeing that uh, like to become a star starwart in the team for for some time after. that I was a little bit disappointed with how he turned out Martin kelly
1: yeah I'm kelly talking. was one that that there was high hopes for because he looked like you know he could go in there as a center back or a full back and really stamp um, a place in in the team's maybe not a a forced choice in either position but a, a, the type of utility player that we've seen other teams have down the years uh, again I don't like harking back to United all the time but their Ferguson's teams are always built on players like John O'Shea Wes Brown uh, Phil Neville that could go in and play they could slot them in and I, that's how I actually saw Martin Kelly I thought he could be air version of that and it just never happened for him and the injuries the just pulled up on him, but he's he's had a decent decent career since since leaving yeah. us. He's done well for Palace and yeah. and has played some games. I don't know his his numbers, but he he certainly has played a few games since he's moved on. Grizz threw in Darren uh, Darren not Randall. What was his name? Connor Randall. Connor Randall.
3: Yeah, a couple he, of he
1: games a bit, a bit game. harsh. He fucking brutal. He wasn't good. That's God. why he
3: played. That's why he played a couple of games. He wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the other one is. It was. Was it? Do you remember Javi Mankio? We took him on a two-year loan. We
1: sent it back after a year because he was awful. Yeah. Now that was now a we're in Newcastle, one. isn't it? Yeah, but now and he's still hanging around. He's at Newcastle. Yeah, still gets in and out of our team, doesn't yeah. he? Uh, it, it's a weird one, and he was one. He was one actually that I actually had high expect expectations for. So yeah, I forgot all about him. Like you, you think of Hossamy and you think Camp and see someone mentioned there, Andre Wisdom, and Andre Wisdom is another one that. There was high hopes. He was the captain of the under 23s or whatever they were 21s at the time. And just he was pushed as a a center back, really, wasn't it? And he was just too small, he didn't have the height.
2: Like, you you look at any Europa League lineup from Rogers' time there, and you could probably fill you could probably tell 11 out there, like you know what I mean. You have another one as well, like who's done well since he's left, honestly. Like, obviously, it's Connor Cody. Yeah, You know I mean, what I mean? Another one who who ended up there, like, you know what I mean? So... And I suppose... you're probably underachieved in terms of becoming, t- like, tier one Liverpool players,
1: but... And it's probably harsh. It's probably a harsh way to judge them, like, when you've got... um maybe not a right back like some of the right backs we've had as I said have been quite good Jason here maybe didn't maybe he's one that that failed to uh live up to the expectation you know came in with a bit of hype scouse fella coming into the team was was a decent enough player but didn't didn't really hit the heights we expected but maybe it's fair unfair on the likes of Randall Wisdom and Kelly even Flanagan that we'd put them in there but without then looking at like a Hossamy or something, is there anyone really standing out there that we could we could put in? Or is Flano just the ideal, the poster boy for this sort of team? You know, as we said, Randall did Randall play any league games for us? Or he probably only played one or two. It, it'd be harsh I to go with him. I think he played some at the end when we were on the Europe, we were on the Europe, yeah.
2: Europe,
1: Europe
2: League run, but... Cline was another one. Cline, who about him, yeah. When Cline signed, I oh, was delighted we got him because I was obviously thinking he was one of the better fullbacks in the league at the yeah. time. And
1: a good bit of business that one. Yeah,
2: weighing inconsistency mm-hmm. injury. Like he just never really. He had, he had one good, like one really good season, and then after that, it was just he never really got going, did he? I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Cline suffered
3: from the same problem uh, Nigel Clough suffered from which is just when he was trying to sound Liverpool, Robbie Fowler landed. And I think for Klein, just when he's coming back from an injury, Trent, Trent? arrives
2: yeah, at yeah. a different
3: level. And, and so I it, think yeah. he's a victim of injured at the wrong time. And basically your replacement just arrives as you are injured. Mm-hmm. So I think Klein is a little bit of, he's unfortunate because he was, a, he's been solid for us. You know, he, he? I thought when we signed Klein, we've got, there's the next Steve Finner, you know, so mm-hmm. I thought that was, you know, good business. I mean, I still think so. if we're going to get a right back, I think it's someone who, who played a bit more for us than one season. I mean, then again, I, I still can't get around Cronkamp. We literally signed the guy in for half a season and binned him off. I don't even really know what his what his best assets were. And at well, some point we, we stuck a right wing.
1: Hossamy stole a European Cup winners' medal, did he? So we'll leave him out. So will we go Cronkamp then for the right back? And we move over to the other side and we go to the left back now. Left backs, which we've had. A, what we've wages had way wages want to do this crumb. one now? Because one, one, the are undesignated. One of them is
3: Who's
2: Kunches- <laughs> that? Sorry, uh, but Koncheski was shy.
1: Is that? Who was, yeah. Is,
2: no, we we. I'm going to say Moreno.
1: Moreno Concheski. So, yeah. We yeah. literally
2: yeah. thought we were getting I, one of the one of the best emerging left backs in European football. Uh, everyone wanted him from
1: Sevilla. Yeah. That's true.
2: They, uh, they just couldn't guarantee him 14 football, and we paid a lot of money for Moreno. Yeah, though.
1: that's right So we'll, uh,
2: yeah. we don't, um, f- from. I've got I've got Konchesky. I've got Konchesky because we
3: went. We ended up selling Mascherano and buying him.
1: Uh, but was there, was there was there any kind of expectation on Konchesky? For me, I know well, that I'd wasn't.
3: Expect, I'd expect him...
1: I couldn't believe you know, it. It's impossible
3: to be able to cross ball and bar. maybe cro- cross cross a ball every now and again. He didn't do anything. He was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. But was um, cool. and plus obviously does the fun that His mum hates us as well, which is always funny. Yeah, yeah,
2: Probably would have been mad to expect Konchesky to be anything other than like bang average at best when we signed them. Like it was oh, the mouth. I'll most be honest. Ever. I, that pig just still hunts. I still thought he was. Av- I Milton yeah. and Jovanovic. Yeah. I thought he was average, and he was.
3: Yeah, my thing with him was I knew I knew he was an average footballer, but then when you saw him in person, thinking he's even worse than I thought. You know, Must be which, for which is quite a level to drop.
1: For Kaczewski? well, yeah. it's only about three million.
3: Uh, we gave two kids away, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we Laurie Daly Valley Brutal. and Kacik Kakel, or Kakalik. Yeah, that's it. We had to give
3: two. We had to give two kids because that's how skip yeah. we were at the time. Because he was desperate yeah. to bring Kaczewski over. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's always the classics of a. Uh, I thought Christian Ziegler would have done better than what he did.
1: Christian Zeega a okay good show, yeah.
3: But after I was getting done for tapping him up, but we got done for tapping him up, you know, so there was a bit of hype around him, and he was just okay for us, you know, and ultimately he couldn't, he couldn't displace Carragher. Now, that may be more because Benito, uh, sorry, Julio wants to go for more of a solid back line, but again, yeah. he was he was somebody who probably should have done better than he is.
1: There's and loads of names after have both. in yeah, there's names flowing into the chat there, and you forget how many absolute donkeys we had at left back. We had, like, obviously, Moreno, we had uh, Gregory Vignals getting a mention, Emiliano, and Sue, Andrea de Sane, Jimmy Traore. Um, not,
2: these... But not not because he was shy, but just because he underachieved, because he didn't actually get to put a stamp on the team due to the injury. Like, I love Fabio Aurelio, yeah. he was quality. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever, whenever he played, he was actually really good. You could yeah. just never get yeah. a solid enough run in the team to stamp stamp there. I actually thought he was a good player. So he was actually it's he underachieved him, in my opinion because I actually think he had all the ability to be a top quality fullback.
1: Yeah, that's actually the he one that the sticks out. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out for me the most because he looked like the best left back. That we would had, you know, ability-wise, technically, they said he was probably the one, technically one of the best players in that Benitez. So, yeah, you know, like players have come out and said yeah. that what Emilio could do was, was absolute top-notch, but he just couldn't, you know, he just couldn't keep his body and not look at, it's not his, his fault. His body was breaking down with injuries or whatever, but it was the most frustrated, you know, of all the players um, I, I think he he was brilliant. I thought he was world-class. Free kick against United in the 4-1 was an absolute cracker. Free kick against Chelsea was a very underrated goal where oh, he saw Cech yeah. and pinged it in. You know, it's a forgotten goal that we had. But he's one that, it's it's nearly, it, it brings a tear to me, you thinking of Fabio Aurelio yeah. and what could have been. So I'm going to overrule it both he is there. i are going to put Fabio Aurelio into the team at left-back because it's just one, it's not on anything to do with his ability. It's just, I yeah, wish it could yeah, be have yeah, been better, you know, that way. So, we'll move into the centre-backs. Again, we've had a few blade and pony ones there. We've had some decent ones. We've had some controversial ones. We've had some that the three of us might all have different opinions on. Um, but what are we thinking? Chris, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Sucker. He'll, Sacco. Uh,
3: this is Sacco, who when we signed for £18 million, I believe Ian Air said, this is our marquee signing. You know, yeah. this, this is the guy who's captain of PSG at 18. You thought, you know, he's good on the ball. He's dominant. You thought, oh, Christ, that's, we've not had this for a while. Just never quite got to the level. And, you know, then, and after all that, you know, he, he, was cons- he was a bit inconsistent. You know, he showed flashes of real professionalism when he didn't get picked. Uh, I think he had picked for the derby and he uh, he pissed off. Again,
1: but he again, off he the yeah. But when' not he putting pictures yeah, again, up of him get, breaking the weight machines and all this sort of carry on like he was some sort of oh, yeah, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah. He,
3: he became like a cult hero. Uh, and then he, he's part of so, the we didn't win the Europa League finals because he he had to put he couldn't play because he was banned. So it's yeah. by play a very old Colo Tori. Now, he didn't do anything illegal because he got proven in...
1: He does look vulnerable.
3: Why? Why does a professional footballer who trains and lives their life like a professional footballer need to take a fat pill? Yeah. No, I agree, one hundred percent. I need to take a fat yeah. pill, but I'm not being paid seventy yeah. a week to be a exactly. professional footballer.
2: Was, and it's stupid. So, uh, he was a fucking clown. Club, club, club fucking copped onto him as soon as he came right in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What have it? Look, we all, all, look, we all, I just know, where the Cardiff like that we like, came around the dressing room. You know what yeah. I mean. Klopp said now fuck yeah, you yeah. and that was a kind of a benchmark that was yeah. kind of a place like for the rest of the players to say look if you act the cunt you're gone like that exactly. video that video is infamous now you can see yeah. where physically he's getting on clubs' nerves
1: yeah shop still laughing but you can tell he's bleeding yeah. bristling under it as well You Diego,
2: know, Diago Laurie I remember the articles right. that came in about him when we signed him that
1: faster than Ronaldo and Nanias in Lisbon and all yeah. this sort of stuff mm. I have one on the yeah. screen yes. there before we move on, I'll take it down. Pellegrini and take out. Pellegrini is a harsh one because what Pellegrini Pellegrini was a great centre back for Valencia, but he came in, Rafa brought him in Too old. and it was more or less just to in my opinion, I could be wrong, it was more or less to get them used to zona mark and, and to get the players just sort of you know, he to to, yeah. to train them in zona mark. It was nearly like he was a coach on the pitch. So I think Pellegrini's yeah. probably a hard also one.
3: Like, ra- yeah, Rapp also likes to find these players that would um, give certain players a kick up the arse. So like Hosomi, because yeah. of him, Finnan went up a level. And maybe for Hippier, he'd just give him a little bit of a you're not first choice. And then Hippier Thought went to him, another yeah. level and you knew Hippie was a better player. So sometimes these players are brought in just to give certain players a little bit of competition, although it's not really competition. Uh, yeah, he, I mean some of was, to, Ilori was like,
2: like he went straight into a player manager's job after that. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was sort of, yeah. I mean you know what is it? what he was hyped. I think he got young player yeah. he got young player the year at the um
1: He Cup did young action. player at the Cup of America the year we signed him, and um, never
3: but ne, never adapted. Never adapted to English football.
1: But again, you know, you know it's in, it's, in, it's in tough, isn't it? It is, yeah, he's a bit of a legend, I think that's important. Yeah, a young yeah. To break into any team, isn't it? When you're a young centre back, like Thiago Elorri, as we said as well. You know, they just don't. They, the managers tend not to trust them, and it, it's it's a sign of a manager does throw a 19, 20, 21 year old centre back in. It's it's a sign that they have a lot of faith in them. Look at Joe Gomez' development now. But I think we've had a lot worse than these young guys. I think you know, Martin Skirtle yeah, yeah. Well, Kyriakos was a bit of a cult hero. Again, as as Shaunie said earlier, when you're you're paying peanuts, you know you're not going to expect yeah. to get the it, the it world. Was like watching,
3: it was like watching the Q. It was like it was like watching the QVT turn around though. Oh yeah, it turn. was. It was. Yeah. It was terrible. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. But, but for Martin I mean, Scarry, yeah. we had years of of a player who mm. just bred fear and anxiety into the team. You know, every every time he played. Whether it was against a big, especially when it was against a big poorly striker. And if you looked at Martin Skirtle, he looked like a sort of a, a henchman for the Russian Mafia type of character. And he just got bullied all over the place. He's one that sticks in my head. Anyone else? Uh, are we going back for that for any more? We oh, say, okay. Do you
3: know what I can think of? Because eh, he was hyped when we both so it was Neil Ruddock.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the bit this. of steel
3: Liverpool need. The bit of nastiness Liverpool need, and he was just <laughs> a yard dog.
1: Yeah. A yeah. Ultimate
3: yard dog. All he love. could do was ping a ball dead hard. It's rubbish.
1: Yeah. What are you thinking, Johnny? Laveran, Dejan. Yeah. It's the same as Skirtle, isn't it? It's a. Uh, it's big money though. Big money.
2: Laveran was big.
1: million. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he was class at Southampton again. We thought we we were thought we were going in the right direction, and then he just fucking some some of the clips from his four season at Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, but
3: that was that was also indicative of Liverpool in general that first season he yeah, had because yeah, we were trying to play eight up front and then just go into two centre backs. Just deal with that. We don't want really to do Lovren
2: that anymore. Lovren I mean, the was one the lead. Skirl-
3: yeah, yeah but the one even Lovren Skrul he- is.
2: They even they in played least better least when they had a, a leader next to him. Mm. Even, even so in reason, when he the game, like I, I got back to Man City at the eight he had last year. Lovren sleeping yeah. on the goal. Newcastle away, I know he won. Van like I say, it all the time. Van Dijk played centre half on his own that day.
1: It's uh, the great rather, example of Lovren, he, didn't he? Because he, yeah, he's, he'd yeah. have a good game. That Man City game, he was decent. And then he switches off. Yeah. And then, bang, Aguero is in and scored.
2: Offwards. Yeah. He'll he'll, he'll beat the FA Cup there. Well, no, he didn't beat us. um... Shrewsbury. No, who was the fucking... Was it Shrewsbury? Yeah, it was Shrewsbury. Mm. Yeah.
3: Like, it's... I mean, you could argue the Shrewsbury game. Matip was just as poor. But Matip's got a lot more credit in the bank in fairness.
2: Like... Um, (laughs) Yeah, Lovran 20 million goals and plays the World Cup for World Cup final for Croatia and all this, but just like Mignolet, consistently inconsistent. Like and the worst thing about Lovran was he he backed himself so much that he, he made the cross for his own back. And it's hard to say a player who's won a Champions League title for us and is going to win a league title for us is underachieved. But yeah we
3: bought
2: him
3: as a starter Yeah, we bought him as a starter and ultimately he's a I would say he's a very good squad player but, yeah. he is. but to, when we bought him we bought him as not a, only as a starter
1: leader. we brought him to be the leader of the defence to fix it up and yeah. again if you look at overhyped we had Carriger and Gary Neville were both eulogising about being the best defender yeah. in the league when we signed them as well so there was a lot of yeah. hype I'm happy to throw Degsie under the bus here as well, because for the same reason yeah. of Mignolet and Skerl, who was the other one I was looking at, they just breathe fear whenever they play. You know there's an error around the corner. It's like Sacco, he looked worse maybe than he was, but you just weren't able to see it. And maybe we're spoiled with, with Gomez and Van Dijk and even Matip. Matip, when he's playing, is, looks excellent these days. That was... You know we're, we're singling out here? The sort of Brendan Rogers here of centre backs.
3: Yeah, I still think Sacco's probably more culpable. Uh, he had big Rick. He had big ricks in him. I think he he sort of typified what was wrong Liverpool behind the scenes because he wasn't. He didn't act like a. A twenty million pound professional, you acted like a kid. Mm. Uh, but is, so for is, me, I mean, the two for me were always Sackell and Ruddock. They were the first thing that came. Yeah, player. well, see, that, that's what comes, I'm wondering. Like, are
1: down. we are we overlooking the nineties here? Are we overlooking the Ruddocks and the Phil Babs? Uh, I seen John, John Scales. Scales got to mention there. John Scales wasn't a bad player. Well, yeah, and, man,
3: he, so. Neil, Neil Ruddock oh. to me was Neil Ruddock to me was always the. Um, this is what we need to get get to get United. We need like you know a bit of nastiness, a bit of ruggedness. Yeah. Which is, which was true. We did. We were too. We were far too nice to sound. Far too easy to play around. But Neil Ruddock came in. We weren't any better. And he was a yard dog. He was so easy to play around. He was crap. I mean, yeah. and look, you see what after his career after he left Liverpool, he just went even more and more unprofessional.
1: And I suppose uh, it's you know, hard when you look back at that era of professionalism. You know, where he was part of the. <laughs> He was part of the the drinking gang and all that, and it's yeah, yeah. you know just, you can he, mark he, him out as being a bit of a sham, but they were all really at it, you know that way. He, he just obviously was one that suffered with weight and all that, and was just a bit too much of a boy. Um, yeah. but is there anyone else Rich, that were to, Honcho getting a mention? Is that a bit harsh on Honcho? Um, Hon- Honcho was
3: harsh. He was a good he was a, he was a good out and out defender. He was he was crap on the ball, but he was good. Yeah, Neil was it Biancon Cavalme,
1: for signing does
3: it. There was a bit of hype about Salah, but it, not not massive, not nothing like sort of Ruduk Sako, Lovren. They got big hype. Yeah, I mean, the reason i, I mean... Mean, to keep going back, Sacco was ultimately <laughs> Klopp looked at the two of them. And went, I'll keep Lovren, and I'll sell, and I'll sell Sako. And he could have kept the. And to be honest, at the time, most of us as fans could have gone, sell either, not even sell all them, so, sell the blade, yeah. Them, so there must so have been a reason Klopp decided I'll stick with him and not with him. No, yeah. He knew he had to upgrade
1: on, on him. The only thing with Lovren uh, is Klopp does seem to really love him, you know what I mean? Like he, mm. he defends him and he, he plays him in games when you probably think he wouldn't. But look, there's no... Yeah. no and he probably Ash, it's definitely
2: a reason for me because... Yeah. Yeah.
3: But, he's played a lot of
1: games, you know. He you know he's at the scene of too many he's crimes and crimes. he's played a lot of games. Yeah. Like We could look at players like people that... To talk about going back way back to the looks of Torben Peeknik and all that. Torben Peeknik barely played for Liverpool, you know what I mean? And um, it, I wouldn't go with young guys as he Mickey Tanner getting his name thrown in there. You know, it's these guys didn't really have a lasting impression. Dexy was was the man that we were building our foundations on. And well, we got where we wanted to get. It wasn't thanks to Degsy, really. It was probably despite him. So we'll throw him in there with Sacco. It's, it's getting a chill, even looking at that centre-half pair and be in front of Mignolet. So we'll move on to midfield now, lads. We're just going to go for three midfielders. You can go any way you want with this, whether it's three central players, whether it's, you know, we won't fall out over attacking midfielders or right midfielders or any of that nonsense. So, midfield.
3: Alberto Acolani.
1: Are we all in agreement we, with Alberto Acolani? Yeah, massive,
3: ma, massive money. We thought, you know, replacing replacing Alonso, which is always, well, like, for the lads, a hard, hard um, thing to do, but we bought him injured, never kicked on. And then he stuck around for like four or five years, you know. Yeah, on, had a look at it. That's Cough, the thing, I, I think I think all his minds had a look at him and just went, No, go on another year, go on another year. We couldn't we couldn't sell him. Nobody'd buy him.
1: We gave too much wages. It was the course of the English English Premier League money sort of coming in there. I mean, he was one of the the pillars at Roma alongside Totti and De Rossi, or so we were allowed yeah. like to believe. You know I mean? He was oh, a yeah, but we thought with Mac he and him, he, he, he like, so, and like couldn't, couldn't get rid of him, couldn't ship him off oh, anywhere.
2: Yeah, that yeah. yeah. really
1: did it. So I was just, I just yeah. went, oh, really, that. <laughs> uh, he he sort of moved to the teams like Saswalo and all these guys, and just he wasn't pulling up trees anywhere. I mean, and it, it's a harsh one for Aquilani because he was actually a good player, but as you said there, he signed the injured and. I think the expectation. Look, this was. A, it's it's a good parallel to, or not parallel comparison, um, the opposite to now. You know, if we sign a player now. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, Nabi Kate, that is one that you're probably thinking is like, ah, uh, you know, got, but it, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's just the injuries are hitting him, but with the the hype where down Naby is what I was sort of thinking you know we'd signed Naby and then had to wait a year to get him Aquilani was one that when we signed him he was an established player you know what I mean he was a good player and to replace someone like Alonso we were probably a bit too desperate you know what I mean from the workout and it just didn't happen now I'm seeing a few other names getting thrown in here um, Igor Biskan I thought Igor Biskan was alright to be honest with you I thought Biscan played well when he was when he was given a game he just looked like a yeah. bit of a Jail. Jesus. Um, I had, I had him on the back of a Liverpool jersey once. Shame on me. After 2000.
0: ¿Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor? ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah
2: Joe
1: Cole. You only him? Joe Cole is Joe one Cole. that's... Joe Cole is one that... Uh, it's in the, the category, isn't it, of what you think you're getting Marquee. compared to what you are playing
3: getting. Marky signing. Yeah, Marky signed. A free
1: signing, but it wasn't... A, it was a, It was coming from Chelsea, you know, it was a top rival at the time, or getting Joe yeah. Cole. He was one that he looked like he was waiting. He was in and out of the Chelsea squad for his whole sort of time there. You know, he was... He was always the the next I man in.
2: Be the main man. And yeah. We and then we, you had the fucking the Gerard article about him doing being like Messi and trying yeah. stuff like. That. So we what? we around to a winner, and then I remember this. I remember his debut, uh, home to Arsenal. Like I, and yeah, sent people. off. Yeah, I was oh. on. I was on, on uh, honey, I was on my hoodie. I was on my Watching that. Yeah,
1: yes that uh,
3: was it. Was it da- David and Gog? David and Gog.
1: Wasn't it with a winner? He was a strike, yeah. Um, it yeah. was one of them, it was a, a disastrous one. I mean, there, there's going to be loads of names that get bandied in on the midfielders and the attackers now, so we, we'll see. We'll see a few. I we'll see Paul Stewart getting a mention there from from yeah. yesterday, you know. But well, I think for expectation, Nuri... what are you saying there, Chris?
3: Nuri him was a funny one, <laughs> brought him on loan from Real Madrid. You thought, well, oh, this looks quite a clever player, he was got in six yeah. months and uh, yeah but I don't blame Mori Sahin.
1: I don't blame Nori no, Sahin in the more slightest like, fucking Rogers. No, it's, not, he him in. it's more a, you you
3: thought you were you thought we're getting this guy from Real Madrid. This is gonna be a bit of a what we need in midfield. Something a bit a bit, bit, bit of extra quality and then we didn't pick him.
1: Yeah but it's I think he thought though. I think situation. he was frustrated on that one as well because we brought him yeah. and I think Rogers tried to play him as a sort of deep line midfielder and he didn't play that. Like that wasn't his position. So it was a bit weird to bring him in and then mm-hmm. never had to play him, but we've had some that was only for the yeah, year. Yeah. See, Ivan Leonardson got mentioned there. He was one that geez, I remember we signed Ivan Leonardson before your time, Sean. And anyway, um we brought him in mm-hmm. uh, from Wimbledon, I think it was at the time. And it was big money in that that day as well, you know, it was a big signing and he, he just he looked yeah. terrified. He just didn't look like he had the minerals to play for Liverpool at all, that fella. And, and it was mm-hmm. it was a weird one, you know, and he, he never done it. Wimbledon Wimbledon uh, conned a lot of people back then. You know, there was, as we touched on mm-hmm. John Scales, and um, it, there was a few players that played at Wimbledon and went to big teams and just probably teams realised that they were at Wimbledon for a reason and, and they were a type of player, not being too disrespectful, but they were a type of player that played in a type of system um, and that, that didn't really suit. remember
2: um, we... Uh, we we, uh, we pretend that Charlie Adam was a good player for, for oh, the I school. about him.
1: Jesus
2: oh, Christ. His corners cool. 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 worth £10 million alone. Yeah. yeah. I think Ferguson's debt
3: is yeah.
1: up there, to be honest. Yeah, he did. I mean, Charlie Adam was yeah, brilliant still- that year. We signed him, but we certainly got, because we tried to sign him that. We tried to get him on the cheap. We tried to get him for about £3 million, And that's when Ferguson came out with the, the £10 million for the set pieces alone oh. and we dived mm-hmm. on it.
2: Even know, Connor's got the point in a belt of a shout there. Don Joe yeah. Shelby.
1: Yeah. See, he came out there saying he regrets leaving. I'd say he does. Because he, does. He,
2: like, yeah. he believed this hype. Technical ability, though. He was fucking mustard, man. He, the fella was spraying balls around. Everybody. He was like a young Gerard.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say there.
2: Hanging balls around. And we were thinking, Jesus Christ. We got him from with didn't we? Yeah. And everyone, it was another one who everyone wanted. And, and we got him
1: very young. And he was on the radar yeah. for years. He was that well-hyped.
2: I just think yeah. it, what, it, discipline and the lack of, actually, you can have a football brain but not have a brain at the same yeah. time. You get me? And I think that's what probably killed him. In the-
1: he was one yeah, that I think... Very lazy. Yeah, he was very lazy. But the Gerard comparison, I think, is brilliant. I used to debate that room all the time mm. and say, look, this fella is the closest thing you'll see to Steven Gerrard. Not necessarily ability was, even though he did remind me of Gerard, even his physique you know he was big he was strong he was sort of had a bit of a a bit of a peacock about him you know what I mean he'd strut his he'd strut his chest out and he'd be you know give me the ball give me the ball and he's still like that to this day but the the mentality on him like that was I don't know if it was the hype got to him or what it was but he was one that he really could have been excellent but whereas Gerard sort of was tactically you know he he developed and sort of changed his, you know, Gerard was very rash in his early years and would dive into tackles, red cards all over it, but he changed, where Shelby just didn't seem to have it upstairs to do that.
3: Mm-hmm. The other two I've got, and it was a centre midfield partnership for the mid-90s, Paul Ince with Jamie Redknapp. Oh,
1: fucking Paul Ince. Well, Jamie Redknapp Paul Why? Jamie Redknapp, well, Why? Uh,
3: Jim Redknapp was a captain. No. He was yeah, too soft. Was... He was easily... He was easily bullied. Look, injuries you can't help. I, I get that. You can't help injuries. But I just thought he was a man you could bully off the ball. He had a great free kick on him. He had great delivery on him. But you saw in games, he got teams to target him, rattle him early, and he got quiet. And you never saw him. And as a captain, you can't be doing that. Whereas Paul Lynch was the, this is our Roy Keane, this is our... The governor. You know, the governor's like. going to come and sort things out. And he was. He turned up in the big games. He was great at, you know, against United. He was great against Chelsea. Charno, never saw him hid hid you know bleed his hype didn't do anyone here and I remember having, it I mean this summer I had a Paul in the shirt yeah I had yeah. my shirt so shame on me as well but now when you look back him him and Redknapp as a partnership and him and Redknapp just it just to it, me, was, it, it, it
1: was like it was not right. it it was it was the epitome of a soft centre that already now Phil Phil Casey of this parish keeps trolling in Lucas and is adamant that Lucas is I'm the, the, the back for. Mm. <laughs> so, Am uh-huh. I going through this late litany of muck that we're looking at here? Lucas is nowhere near this level. Um, and again, the yeah. young boy We're
3: not saying he's a great, he's not a great, but you know, he's not. What, what's yes. what Lucas is the most unlucky player in the world because when he finally hit some form for us, he tore his ACL and that for, for the yeah. four I mean, he it, might it win it the league with
1: too, yeah. You know. Lucas was one that, you know, he, he gave everything he had and, well, yeah. You want that bit of quality, you know what I mean? Sometimes, if a player will oh, run the, the bollocks problem. off himself.
2: the problem with Lucas, was when we signed him, we are watching videos on YouTube, he was yeah. a number 10 in Brazil. That's it's right, yeah, all in the top corner from 20, yeah. 20 and taking, shots. And yeah, the way, taking shots,
1: taking shots from everywhere. You've
2: never ever seen it like, never
1: yeah. like, yeah. did yeah. Rafa just drilled yeah. that out of him or what? Like,
2: yeah, he played games as well, like, so yeah, yeah he, mm. he, well, he was. Well,
3: we
1: have got, we've also got the one, was it? Yeah, the next Zidane. Was it Bruno Chirou? Bruno or Chirou was the one Do you know what? The thing with Bruno Chirou as well was, you know, we were guilty, certainly back in those days, in the Juliet days, um, of overhyping any skid mark yeah, that had been linked with us. You know, there was some real bleeding garbage. He was one, Bruno Chirou was one, Letalek, ah. Cinema Pongol, all these young French guys that were linked with us. They weren't coming from... Um, Marseille or Lyon or and I don't know where Sherry came from. I can't even remember. But they were, you know, the other lads were coming from La Havre. or coming from you know smaller hmm. teams in in France.
3: The let's the fact you can forgive because they were kids. We brought them in as kids. They didn't work. No, yeah, that's fine. Well, that's it was it. Was it was was a bit more
2: was that sorry. Pongo Pongo yeah. was actually. The- Goal, had a weapon, yeah, had a good
1: career in Spain, man. yeah, you've Santander. I think he played well, I bet this on one of those teams that were green. Like he was, and he he featured in the and as did Latalek in the 05 season. They had moments, you know, if you look back in 20 years at uh, history of Liverpool, they, they're going to pop up, you know what I mean? That they're, they're in there. So between yeah. Latalek and the Juventus and um goal and the Olympiacos like they're, they're in there there's, there's a lot worse out there like so far I'll just we've gone with Mignolet and goal we've gone with Cronkamp and Aurelio controversially Aurelio but he just breaks me heart so I'm putting him in we've got Lovren and Sacco at the back so you know we're built on a foundation of bleeding, eggshell are we happy enough to throw Aquilani in the midfield are we all happy yeah. with that one
2: I think that's unanimous
1: yeah what about we've had a yeah, we've had a few names there but is anyone else jumping out I mean
2: Shelby, from, Who? Shelby, Shelby is jumping Shelby. out. I think Shelby would have, could have been a great player for England as well. Yeah. I think, with how he employed himself briefly. yeah, he
1: really could. And it's it's one that got away, really. You know, a career that you must look at when where he was at Charlton, he was in England under 21s, he was really the brief bright hope of English football, get a move to Liverpool, get game time at Liverpool, and then just all goes down. The like, the biggest highlight he had was giving it to Fergie when he got played and sent off, and that's no, you know, great shakes he's to have.
3: Fergie's like laughing at him. Exactly. You know, yeah, he ultimately got become the win. So, that's so what do we you do for the other sentiment? Do we go for somebody? So app, we go I'll we'll give Shelby.
1: The, I gave. I gave uh, Shawnee the pick there on Shelby, Chris. So who do you want to throw in? Now, we're not putting Redknapp in, so we'll veto if you give me a silly one here. We've come up with enough showy bags there to get in that Jamie Redknapp should be safe. A former captain. I'm not getting greasy on a former captain here, unless it's Paul. Charlie Lynch, Adams. Shadham, good job. Absolute pony. One of, again, a, a, player oh, okay. that was, a player that was so What's unprofessional. That? Like he's only about 33 or 34 now, and he looks like a 53 year old drunk. He's absolutely takes no care of himself for a professional footballer.
2: Well, I mean, Carragher, Car- even Carragher has been very vocal about his, his carry on when he signed for the club, like uh, fucking bragging about being on the session and all. And apparently, two of the senior players that no appeal at the time turned round to Kenny and say, What the fuck are you bringing this here for? Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It it's mad, it's the Damien Kamali that's the it's the blackest of black he, spots on his fucking resume, isn't it? I know. Well, was it, it was it Camoli back somewhere or was that Dag Leash? Wasn't it uh, that, that was trying the, the, to line them well, all up, is, is, was he? Yeah. But that, that summer topic. he had Carl and he sure. wanted to get everyone that could cross a ball or pass a ball in there, yeah. build your team well, around set pieces. the, the
3: talk is dag Leash Went to pick him up and drove him to to Liverpool. So he got, you know, he had got picked up by the Liverpool legend, at his Calleja. <laughs> no. You know, it's one of, of Kelly I'll probably say it's one of Kenny's worst signings.
1: Yeah, Griz isn't happy that Fabio Aurelio was in so alongside oh, all games.
2: Give him context.
1: He's right? But Grizz, you know the reason I'm get... going with Fabio Aurelio here is is it's the one that really could have been the best left back we've had in twenty in the Premier League era up until Robertson's come in, and it just never happened. So you know it might be harsh to have him in there I'm in some ways.
2: Trying. It didn't. It didn't go from yeah. as you'd imagine.
1: Yeah, mm. exactly. You know, it's not a reflection on him. I actually loved him as a player, but it just was one that, that didn't didn't pan out, you know. So, relax, Grizz. We did lose clash. All like right, Grizz, he did. So, we're going for a midfield then. You know? Oh, Jesus, that's a midfield. Aquilani, Charlie Adam and John Joe Shelby. And the amount there's of... There's no tracking back. There's no, there's tracking, no tracking back, back there, is there? There's loads of... I'd say they'll be digging matches over free kicks there, I'd say, with Adam and Shelby. I'm, Aquilani as well.
3: I've got to look at this side. We're going to have to pick, we're to have to pick subs because half this lot like, won't last 60 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We're not allow the midfield. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, up in the forwards. Again, we've had... So we at the start of this we said there's different ways we can relate and judge a player, right? Now we're forwards. Is it a player that is it a young player that never pushed on? Is it a player that we signed for big money that wasn't just abject? Or is it a player that we could have had and let slip through our fingers who went on to become better somewhere else? So Sean, you'll let you go first on the forwards here. Have you any any more, yeah. That you there's
2: one, there's one screaming at me, and I don't think there'll be even any deliberation. <laughs> uh, Lazar Markovic.
1: Oh, Lazar was, Markovic.
2: Was, I don't even need to? I don't even need to go into detail. But I, I will. was, I was so excited.
3: Yeah, I was so excited. Really? We, I was so excited.
2: When we Everyone was. We thought we were getting the Serbian messy. Yeah. And he came. Um, he was just
1: utter dog shit. He was absolutely brutal, and, and in I, the
2: end, he couldn't even give him away.
1: Yeah, he's another one like Aquilani, wasn't he? It was just loan after loan. Now, I tried to make an argument for uh, Lazard on a show before that. He probably just came at the wrong time and got lashed over. Um, and you know, looking back, he, he did have his chances, but the 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 hype around him. He come from Benfica, so it was wasn't it Benfica? It was Benfica, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was big money, and it wasn't from you know. It's not like we bought him out of Serbian league. He come from a team, right? Really well, then the, the Portuguese league isn't the top league in Europe. They were producing talent, and they were especially producing was, attacking he was, players. He
3: was doing really well. He was doing really well in the Europa League for because Benfica yeah. got to, I think they got to the final of the year we uh, the year yeah, he, signed he, he, he and really he was. and he was suspended for the final. But every time he came on, you thought he, he made you get excited. I thought, oh look, this looks an exciting lad we've got here. And it just never, never ever took off. There's probably a list of didn't even look like
2: footballer.
1: Yeah, it it it's crazy how how poor he looked. And some players that have come in here and have you know we we spoke about Aquilani and Aquilani never his career never done that, but he was crippled with injuries. Um, Lazar Markovic is is probably only still only about 25, 26 now. Where, where is he? You know what I mean? Who's he playing with? Believe no idea. Yeah, and and better, I think league.
2: I think he was in better, like that one of them leagues.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? It's just gone. And he was a player who, you know, he'd always get offers for loans. Teams have been saying, oh, we'll take him on loan. And they'd get him. They'd fight. You know, and elected get him. And after four or five games, he'd be out of the team. And it's like... You'd read while looking to cancel this loan, lads. Any chance we can take him back without yeah. any penalties and all? We, you know, and we, a player that was we gave constantly him to, getting sent back.
2: We gave him to Fulham yeah. and then they just gave him away again. Yeah, like, they didn't even sell him. They just he, said oh, he, played, he played 45 minutes for Fulham. They went, that'll do. That's
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's it's a I mean, damn indictment. It's it's one of them. With... Go ahead, Chris.
3: Go on, sorry. No, no, no go, go ahead. The other thing is we've got we've got a list here of. I've got I've strikers here. You could say I've bought for big money with big hype. We've had quite a few big hype strikers that have never kicked on to the way you would expect. But they have gone on to have good. Some of them have gone on to have good careers elsewhere. You know, the likes of yeah, your, your Robbie Keane, yeah, uh, Morientes You know, th- those sort of strikers you think would, would or should do well for us, and never kicked on. Yeah, Ma- yeah Mario yeah. Balotelli. All the ability in the world just cannot be asked. Applying it. Yeah.
2: And he came and was always- the one that always killed me. He was always a lucky bag, wasn't he, Balotelli? We didn't know what we were going to get. Kane, yeah. Robbie Kane, Robbie Kane breaks my heart a little bit because tiny Irish football fan, Robbie Kane's a, mm. a hero and he's he's without doubt the best goal scorer this country has ever produced yeah. and operated in the Premier League at an extremely high level for the majority of his career and then he ended up, he was a massive Liverpool fan as a kid
1: Yeah,
2: and I think what happened with Robbie Keane was I think Rick Paddy wanted him and Rafa Benitez didn't. Yeah. And it, it basically, Ryan was on the wall for him because look in the lockdown you've had a lot of you've had a lot of ex players on on shows and John Terry gave us two cents about Benitez and it didn't seem like he was the best of fellas. And then there's actually Robbie Keane was on soccer box with Gary Neville and he just said from day dot beneath him no. and beneath Oi, and um, he was telling him how to play football basically
1: yeah it's crazy we spoke about me and Chris you were on the love hate we done with Robbie King yeah you? we did yeah and, and we spoke yeah, about we you know and me and Gav did say echoes that you know as a wordish Fans, we were very excited about Robbie Keane, and it just never worked. And you know, for Rafa was playing a political game, certainly back then with, with owners and all that. And it was just an absolute unmitigated disaster. We could have done with him that year in the second half of that season. You know, when we're bringing on or we're bringing on Elzar, yeah. and we could have had Robbie Keane coming in when he was just finding his form as well. You know, it was it was a bizarre one. Other players we've had. I mean, El Hajj is the most despicable character that's ever put on a Liverpool jersey. And
2: yeah, I wouldn't. I don't, don't even associate him with in an, an eleven, though. I think. Yeah,
1: you know, it's hard. But what what but I the think
2: hype, the hype around him was, yeah, yeah, when we bought him, we we
3: thought the serial we getting, killer, ser- yeah, yeah, really really good strike you know, And he done well in the World Cup, and you all thought we'll get someone there and he he he's just horrible. You know but but again, you know, us and yeah, uh, us, us and Celtic have a us and Celtic have a great relationship. What well, we
1: did, and yeah. then he's
3: spitting, he's spitting at fans, and he's like. Well, I but don't also, think anyone would hold I'm us up.
1: accountable for his carry-on, but you know what I mean? No, but
3: it, it, it's, it's, it, it's going to good for the club. But you've got to be arrogant, and you've got to be up your own arse. You, you know, sort of produce. And yeah. It not The it, biggest like, crime... Two league
1: goals? Two, two the biggest crime about Elhad's Jeff is that we lost Nicholas and Elka because of him.
2: Yeah.
3: To it, me, the yeah.
1: biggest crime. He's. I oh, agree with you, Shawnee, You know... I oh, don't even wouldn't even want to put him in an eleven because there's players in here that are not bad players, they're just unlucky players, or for whatever reason, they didn't work out for them. Now El Hatch Joff is an absolute scumbag and is a yeah. despicable character. So I would want him to, Nicholas and Nelke is one that alongside Fernando Morientes, is another one. You know, they were they were players that we had or and Nelke, we had sort of a, a, a flimsy hold of and he was one that really we could have, if we'd toyed him down, he could have been the business for us, you know. He could have been yeah. set up for years to come. Marrientes was one that we got in a sort of prime as well that never worked out for whatever reason. Again, he was, I think, wasn't yeah. he? could toyed for European competitions when we signed yeah. him for the yeah. season. He was in and yeah, out I, and I think, suffered for that. I
3: think the pace, I think, I think the lack of pace ultimately killed marientes which is not his fault. If you haven't got it, you haven't got it.
1: Yeah, um, but I uh, again, I suppose you're 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 in and out. You're not able to establish yourself. It's probably hard mm. hard thing to do as well. But yeah,
3: well, then we had the likes of B- Benteke. What, Benteke. Benteke, yeah, Bente- yeah. Bente-
1: a lot of money. But, uh, again, the only Benteke, thing I'll we'll got a we, lot we of back. Buy-
3: yeah, the thing with Benteke is, though, you sign a big you sign a big target man, you sell all your wingers. That yeah, he, he tipped by yeah. Liverpool at the time. Yeah. I mean, the one that killed me that I thought I was I was hoping he'd do well for Liverpool was Ricky Lambert. I was wanted him to do Wembley because of his story, you know. You know, released by Liverpool, you know, was in a bucket factory, you know, yeah, got up the league, finally gets it, finally gets a big Wembley. Liverpool. It just comes too late. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, did, he was. I'd rather And I felt for him. That was. Yeah, the was, Yeah. Right. yeah. But, uh, he was part I mean, of that summer,
1: wasn't he? Yeah, that. He wasn't, that.
3: Yeah. He wasn't Andy, I I was because tell was supposed to be the main. That's what I was going to say. Was, he was the impact man.
1: And are we overlooking was Andy a, Carroll because the thing that was breaking my heart for years was that he was a record signing, record and I there. just wanted us to sign anybody for 35 million and one pound just to play get him off there.
2: He was unplayable when we when we bought him. The... Unreal, I mean, Newcastle, he was uh, a
1: monster. Unreal, and he could still be say... if he bothered and he applied himself. He's another one that just never. I mean. His background and his story and all was not one of a dedicated professional. You know what I mean? Like, he was in trouble. He was going on the gargle. He was having rows. He was bleeding injured, falling off casino seats. You know what I mean? There was no dedication from Andy Carroll. If he had a dedicated, like, you're talking about probably, and I remember when we joined him, thinking it, like, like, uh, Harry
2: Kane, like, yeah, he, but even
1: more like, more physical than Harry Kane. So, you're talking about a player that would bully anyone, like, he, he would have been unplayable if he'd have had the of, yeah, you'd had them. He do. was
2: good really as well, like, he scored yeah. some yeah. really goals in his career,
1: left cracking and left deep. foot. Yeah, you
2: see, in his career since he left Liverpool, it's not, it's not like he's kicked
3: on. That's the frustration with an Elka, a Keen, or something like that is when they've left Liverpool, they've carried on being brilliant. Yeah. Like Where once was, was like Liverpool, Liverpool's Lipo- the blip, so they can get away. Caddo's been crap since he left Liverpool, so that's why he's more of an annoyance. Benteke, I mean, since he left Liverpool, has been horrendous as well. Both of yeah. them, despite yeah. many bad strikers, I haven't done anything.
1: And we've also got the Sean Don days of this world, Eric Moya, but they never really played. You know, they were brought in at a time. They were backup.
3: They were backups. Back Carlisle yeah. was reload like that. He was How brought in. I don't
1: um, there was a pedigree, bro. He was he was European cop, and I was in a yeah. He was brought
3: into he was brought in there to help Owen, of, Owen and Fowler because they were probably too young to be yeah. the main. And he was
1: Elias, an so, an it, head, you know? yeah. so back you know, then. Back then, I suppose the the level of strikers that we were bringing in, we had got. We had got sort of a, a card of strikers from the early Premier League years through the Julia sort of time. And it was only at the end of that that we start seeing some real bags of you some real cans of piss. Like Iago Aspas is getting thrown in here a lot as well. Now, Iago Aspas is very unlucky because he, he came in with him when he was trying, had to try and get in ahead of Suarez and Storage. That wasn't fr- happening for I mean, him He went back yeah, to Spain
2: and I remember the game Wasn't televised yeah. I remember yeah. on the radio. Yeah.
1: Everything, against, everything that could have Gone against that fella Is, is yeah. avoiding Everyone's avoiding Memory of him Is the corner Is that, it's he that took corner now. Yeah and it, But the frustration it's him,
3: a- The frustration The frustration you got with him Is And this is probably You've got to reflect On Rodgers a little bit Is There were plenty of games Where we were 3-0 4-0 up You know yeah. Cruising 20 minutes to go Take Suarez off Throw him all
1: because yeah, he never well, did yeah. and
3: if if you got if you gotta throw a striker on to give him some confidence, you know Fabio Barini got his first goal for Liverpool because we were five 0 up against Newcastle and we were safe. Yeah, so he went oh, but well, I think give, that, give that's a again. reflection no, of Rodgers no isn't it?
1: That's a reflection of Rogers not play. really having the stones to take off of Suarez where he would deal with yeah. the other players, he certainly wouldn't have done it to Suarez and, and that was a damning indictment of Liverpool at the time. Mm. Um
3: if you want, if we want to go back inside, time, the other one is Nigel Clough
1: no is a great strength
3: um, you know he's you know european Cup winner you know he's he's Ledgeworth is is a really really good striker. The problem he got the problem he had was he just he was trying to something into Liverpool and Robbie Fowler arrived, yeah, and he just killed it killed his career yeah. he just killed his Liverpool career you know
1: he, he, did, he play, you know he, he came into a team when when we did have an insurgence of McManaman was established, Rednap was coming in, and Robbie Fowler then came. So, like, Nigel Clough at the time, I remember as a kid, like, Nigel Clough was a great player. And he really, when we signed him, I thought, oh, Jesus, this is the one. And it just never walked out from him. So There's been a lot like that. Yari Littman is getting mentioned. Yardy Littman was one that came in at the end of his career as well. And he, he came into a, a team, maybe that. Just wasn't suited. Gerard Houllier built a team on big, big men, you know, uh or Michael Lone being the the little the the little uh grease lightning striker. Littman just never never made it. So we've a load of garbage here, boys. So Lazar is a fair enough show on one side of that attack. Chris, if you have you anyone you want to particularly throw in here? And again, Ballot harsh. Not We've bad. had worse, but we're we pulling in. We have,
3: we have worse. But I, I have a real loathing for footballers who have unbelievable talent and can't be asked to apply themselves. Balotelli, if he applied himself properly, could have been an absolute top yeah. striker. Um, and very won. Won. Bit, bit, like yeah, just, um, bit like John Joe Selby. John Joe yeah. yeah. We yeah. said it's very similar. Mm. Could have been a really top central midfielder.
2: Nearly won the field there. Really won the no. nearly won the Euros on his own. Yeah.
3: So we knew what we could he could do. You know, you're right, we have had worse strikers. We, you know, Ben Tacky is probably a lot worse, Andy Carrick, I would say, but Jovanovic he, he and all was the indicted, yeah, he was indicted a little at the time, which is mm. when we needed him to step up at the big time, we had to in the end th- throw nineteen year old Sterling up front because yeah. we had no one else to trust. And that, that, that's that's and that's not a that's not a, not a slight at Stern, he's a brilliant player, but we shouldn't be asking a nineteen year old lead the line for Liverpool because you know, a, a yeah. big well, That was, again, another story of twins, wasn't it? very much a... So I'm not... He's a yeah. footballer he's Shani, great
1: I'll give you the last pick on that one then. I'll give Shani the last pick right. on the striker there if you want to throw uh, another one. Yeah, in.
2: To, yeah to see, I see. I, I kind of agree with Chris then when you think about it because Balotelli, we kind of gave him a chance to to make himself superstar. Yeah, to pump himself in the pedit. Because like nowhere else in the world would have suited Balotelli to, to kick off then would have been Liverpool. Imagine like yeah. the, the, the what a fucking the whole of Anfield would have adored yeah. that fella.
1: Exactly.
2: Because he was mad as a box of frogs and had all the fucking ability in the world. But yeah. It was the first part that just went there went against them in the end. And it was at the time where there was a there was a gap there. Yeah. Like the void of Luis Suarez and he actually had he employed himself, probably would have kicked on. And look, he probably still would have been playing for us now because he's yeah. not, he's,
1: what's he, 28? Yeah, that's true. You forget how young he was. And he was at Man City. And I remember at the time, like, his agent, I don't know if it was me or Riola could have been his agent at the time, and came out and said like that, you know, he doesn't want to be the number one striker somewhere. So it's not even like he was craving... Being, you know, Suarez wanted all; it wouldn't come off. Balotelli didn't want to be the number one striker; he just wanted to be loved.
2: Tron in Lam- Ricky Lambert, you got, him for, yeah. we got yeah. him for free.
1: We got yeah. at, yeah, like, at the end of his career. Rick, yeah, yeah, like
2: what did you expect,
3: yeah, Rick man? Uh, Ricky you just you wanted it to, yeah. Rick, you just you just wanted it to work because it would have been like a nice fairy tale for him. It just didn't.
1: Yeah, look, it, it's but a harsh reality like that's
3: Yeah. I, would,
1: I wouldn't
2: I would personally throw it. No. Like, um, know, talking about Balotelli, like, I don't know about anyone else, but when, when Klopp came in, I was thinking, do you know what? Klopp might actually get a tune out of him. He might be one of the only coaches who might be able to dial him in. Like, But yeah, then it just got to show he was a last coach. Yeah. No, he didn't bother. With he didn't even bother, did he? He just went, no, no. get out up, get
1: of up the door. I think Klopp knew what he wanted from a forward, wasn't it? And it was, you know... Bobby Firmino run the bollocks off himself Mario isn't that you know and it, it's a shame it's another one that like Shelby as we said it, it, it's it's ability is there but the application just wasn't and the dedication and it, it sets the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo apart it, not comparing Ronaldo now with Shelby or Balotelli but you know he's one that it's, you know it's the men- chased it's the perfection chase perfection and when he got there pushed it again you know and these lads just fucking thought he made it and, and their careers have harsh on Shelby's career hasn't fallen away but Balotelli certainly you know his career is in Bre- the shits he's now at- he's at Brescia, Brescia and Brescia that's his hometown down. club but you know it's gone sour there I know Italy isn't the, the best place you know from a racial point of view uh, with the fans but you know it, it just hasn't worked out from there and that's a small mid-table mid-to-lower table team in Serie A and it just hasn't worked from at all like, so it really is a. it could have been Shani you we love a cult hero and he could have been a cult hero and could have tried, yeah. but it just yeah. didn't happen, you know, just didn't happen. So did we put, put Mario in there.
3: To put it this way, that's why, that's why Divock is a cult hero. He is not the greatest striker. He will never go down as a great Liverpool striker. But Balak gives yeah. everything he can and works his ball up. And you know what? If you work out, it sometimes can make you lucky.
1: Well, that you know, is he. He'll, yeah. he'll
3: always have the European Cup. Now, you know, if you ask me tomorrow, would would you like an upgrade into I Would I would. get I'd, I'd get an upgrade in yeah. tomorrow. But, mm-hmm. But people give him a lot more time of day because you go, he is what he is, but he gives but he gives everything he can. With yeah. Balotelli thinking, if you give half of what he gave, yeah he'd be a 20 goal season striker and everyone would love you.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah you know, like, never done it. He's done did he a fun for it. He be as a well,
2: currently now. He had that clear oh, instinct know, like he scored in some big moments and was involved. Like yeah. he set up for that goal.
1: Yeah, the only assist wasn't yeah. it for Man City, but he did. He, he, he had ice he, in his veins when he needed it, didn't
2: he? Yeah, he had that, he had that trait, but he just didn't have the. fucking... Yeah, someone on Books had to put one in there like storage will forever break my heart. 13 and 14 storage is one yeah. of my players
1: of all time, like, yeah. He, he, the, the, the goal against Sevilla in him. the final is the great, uh, you great, know, no got one got talks about great, it because it, so it was in the yeah. you no. Know
2: you could probably, you, is a if i are pushing yeah. it out, you could put storage at the left of a tree.
1: Yeah. Because
2: he, like, I remember us hanging on to every time he'd be coming back from injury. Yeah. And we were like, our oh, storage is back. And he'd show up and he'd score. And you're like, look, fucking lovely. He, he, he still, he still has it. And time after time, like, look at the amount of time Klopp gave him. Yeah to to make himself part yeah. of the squad and in the end in fairness in the end he got a yeah. champagne big, but i just think storage in the aurelio blake hey, desperately yeah. on desperately injuries and yeah. this top one, probably one of the best, top five strikers in europe
1: i oh, yeah, One of the best we've had, actually, you know, and it was a shame the way it panned out for him because he really could have been, you know, if he he had been fit. And it's ironic that him and Balotelli would line up in this team because I thought the first game Balotelli played was against Spurs and they linked it very well. And then went off on international break and Storage got injured for England. And that was it, you know what I mean? And two careers nearly killed in one lead one goal, yeah. you know, that way, so it's a, it is a desperate one. And um, well, the other
3: option is do we look or do we look at a winger who didn't quite do it, for us, a bit like a Markovic? You know, someone like Stuart Downing,
1: who it's hard. Stuart Downing, Stuart Downing was, a, I just think, is a bit of a jellyfish and a coward and never had the n- you know, still, the weight got, of everything sort of weighed him down. Mm. But then yeah, he was but, unlucky, he was one yeah. that hit the post in his debut. If that hasn't gone in, he's, he's off to a flyer, could have been different, but. I mean,
3: With the right mentality though, it doesn't bother you.
1: Yeah, for He just, he just didn't have the stones, did he? Just to um. I'm
3: trying to think of what I
2: that think really so, that. Can't remember. Look, can't remember a a warrior player and thinking, "Oh Jesus, he's really good." He's gonna like they were all relatively unknown. Like you have to look at yeah. you know, and all of them you who know, were from yeah. nowhere. You know what I mean? And, uh,
1: they they were all low fees, weren't they? They were all low risk yeah. players, and you know if you got on, know them. pennant One
3: player penant thought was one. One player thought was also underutilisable. Well, if it was Beni, you great player, I just, but I do think we underutilised them.
1: Yeah, Beni Sometimes
3: fell into that. Max kind of fell into that bracket a little bit as well as good players that didn't, but didn't get used enough you Know and the only one I think I was we hiked quite a bit was Mark Gonzalez. We did hype yeah. him because he was like, he was ripping up the Liga, he was looking great against Real Madrid. Was,
1: he was, did he, he was get hit with walk Was it walk pyramids that that sort yeah, of we said we, we had to send him alone? We
3: sent him alone mm. for a year and he, he did well in the Liga. Then we brought yeah. him in and he was just too lightweight, yeah, he was just far too. I mean, he scored in his debut, in a Champions League qualifier. It
1: was one, yeah, it was a free kicking for I mean, if we if we look at the team, so if we were to go with the team we have now, we're looking at Mignolet and Goal, Cronkamp, and Sacco and Aurelio, Aquilani, Shelby, Charlie Adam, and then we've got storage Balotelli and Markovic up front. Is there anything you want to change on that or are you as happy with that? I mean, we could we could be here all night changing. That, yeah. that's, that's probably the nature of it. Yeah. I
2: mean, you could probably I mean, do it with Shaw in the midfield on its own
1: yeah exactly and yeah. that's it and this is just to look it's only I suppose it's a bit of fun isn't it and it's just to try and uh, mm-hmm. to 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 try and get a team up everyone if he's want to print teams he's around. feel free yeah. the, the lads yeah. we might look to do another one of these shows uh, I know Grizz was chomping at the bit to come on so Grizz might want to come on and do a show like this as well so this is just what we came up with lads I'm going to pop a question on the screen here that's come in from Simon Drain a Norwich fan do you want the season to end now or continue or wait till it starts again? Sean, what do you make of that? <laughs> so you are you looking the to end it or continue or wait until it... I'm assuming until it's safe again, is what you mean there.
2: Yeah, well, obviously the, this season, 75% of the way through. So yeah. it would make real sense to to curtail this season to play the for the start of the next season that we don't even know when that will be then if, yeah. if that's the case so obviously yeah to be honest uh, I think a lot of people are throwing this question at Liverpool fans thinking exactly uh, Yeah, we, we have some sort of preference like y- you say whatever you want about how this season is going to end we're going to be champions yeah uh, obviously I'd like to win it on the pitch and what like I was thinking to myself, in an ideal world, we go back in September and finish this out and then they can look at starting the next season in January and line it up with Qatar twenty twenty two. But uh your wife will have other ideas, right yeah. and obviously the Premier League have uh massive revenues to protect. So obviously, yeah, when when it's safe to do so yeah, like people think Liverpool fans want Liverpool f- football brought back tomorrow in England. No, like yeah. four or five weeks from I mean, England should be in the territory that Germany were in when they were able to restart. So, uh, yeah, want the season just to finish this one off, draw the line under it and then yeah. we go again then.
1: It- it, it's a great point and it's one that we're seeing a lot of, you know, like Liverpool fans want, you know, they don't care about people's lives and all this, people dying and Liverpool fans just want to win the league. We, we've we won this league, you know what I mean? Whatever happens, we're going to be the champs of this league. The other issues are down the likes of Norwich, as, as Simon says, he is a Norwich fan. Like So they're, they're, they're the teams that have stuff to play, play out at, at the end of the day. But, you know, Liverpool fans, we just want it to be finished when it's safe. We didn't want it to be null and void obviously was just shit housery by certain people. But we want to have played when it's safe. Ideally, as Sean you said, on the pitch, the players have earned this, you know, like no other team. Let's be clear, they were breaking records all over the place, set to smash records out of the park. They deserve that time to to win this on the pitch. We you know what the way it's gone, it's it's not the normal situation. So whatever way people think it's the safest and fairest way to do it we'll do it but you know it's not Liverpool fans looking to you know at the risk of other people's lives just so we can get a trophy like we will be the champs either way so I don't think ultimately we really care how not that we don't care but you know it's not a question really for us even though it gets pointed at us and gets directed at us I think it's you know other teams maybe that have more of an interest in in getting this finished in certain ways we will be the champs would you agree Chris
3: yeah, I mean, my sort of—it's a question I, I hear a lot. Was I'm bored of hearing it? Uh, in an ideal world, I want it played on the pitch because I think that's where it should be settled. If not, then we're all going to have to go down the points per game, route. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they've set this deadline of it's got to be done by August. I don't know why. Why? why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, people. Are, I, I and I get people's points where they're saying that look, lives are more important. And, you know, let's just come back when we're safe. But realistically. Um, a vaccine's not going to be around until what, 2021. Yeah, there are clubs, and I don't mean Liverpool, uh, I'm saying there are clubs lower down that won't survive till 2022. And I know people say, Well, but they'll still have their health, they'll still be alive. There'll be a lot of people that'll be unemployed if clubs go under. Mm. And I don't yeah, mean, the, footballers, a issues, I mean you know, the people who work at the club. You know, you go yeah. to Anfield, if you look up to go to Anfield, you know, all the bars, all the Food outlets, all the guys selling scarfs and all them. You know, that's the. You know, if if there's no football for two years, what are they going to do? Yeah. You know, um, my thing I'm uncomfortable with with this is I don't quite get why there's a deadline set of was it Chapin end of August? Big.
1: Yeah, it's so the but pressure coming from your wife, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it's 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 the money pressure, and unfortunately we're in a. Money is unfortunately the way the world That's works, it. I'm afraid. And you know, yeah. it's not nice, you know. We'd, we'd like to, be, to you know, idealistic, oh. but it's not a way to in an ideal yeah. world. I'd like it played in the pitch. I mean, I'm glad I actually quite got a, a little of just kept the mouth shut as in the club. Mm. And they just wait till the government have said, Right yeah. now, you come out to trend, do this, do this. None of this leaking stuff out, none of this. Oh, we'd like this to happen. We like that. Just keep your council, keep your mouth shut, and just yeah. go. What the, if, the, if the club had said, if they said, Right, we're going to end the season tomorrow that's it, this is how we're doing
1: it, then so be it. Yeah, we'll just accept it. So, so you know, thanks for the question, no Simon, idea. you know, yeah, we, 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 we no do our like best to know. answer, but why not? Yeah, we'll say we have a Liverpool tinted uh, specs on, but ultimately we try not to be too, um in this instance, I think we're not the the ones that would be, you know, putting the fly in the ointment in this, but others will. So, Thanks for the question. Listen, we'll wrap it up because I'm keeping you all too long here tonight, lads. So I want to thank you as far as that time. Shani, thanks for coming on.
2: No problem at all, Keith. Thanks for having us, mate.
1: No problem. And Chris, again, thanks for joining us on this one.
2: No, it's like coming to me,
1: mate. No, that's fine. So we'll be back on. Um, I think we're back on tomorrow. Gav might have something um, lined up. So uh, everyone stay safe and we'll talk to you all again soon.